Hello everyone, welcome to the Got A Case of Wanderlust podcast, a show dedicated to all things travel. I'm your host Lydia, and on this episode, you'll hear a conversation between me and another fellow traveler that will hopefully inspire you for your next travel adventure. If you enjoy listening, consider following the show and giving it a rating on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review. It would mean so much to me. All right, thank you so much for being here today. Hi everyone, welcome to the Got A Case of Wanderlust podcast. I'm your host, Lydia, and today we are here with Marisha Bailey, which is the host of another podcast called Pieces of Travel, and it's found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Is there anywhere else that we could find your podcast, Marisha? Yeah, you can find it pretty much um, on all the major platforms. I just recently started a YouTube channel as well, so it's also on YouTube. Um, Yeah. It's kind of everywhere. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I'm super excited to talk about your podcast and your love of traveling and all of the things. Um, So my first question is really, what started your love of traveling? That's a great question. Um, So I kind of explained this a little bit actually on my website, but I think I'll be able to go in a little more detail here. really, you know, I'm born and raised in a very small town. I call it Cowtown in Texas. Um, very small town, like a hundred thousand people. Um, not like tiny town, but small enough to where everybody knows each other. And so it feels like, you know, a bit of a high school. Once you graduate, you're like, oh, I still feel like I know everybody. Um, I always kind of had like an urge to get away and like see bigger things and and experience different cultures. And so in college, I started moving around in, in, in within Texas. And uh, I lived in Dallas for a while and also outside of Austin and San Marcos to go to school there. And um, during that time, I started dating a Brazilian guy. And um, my first international trip was actually to Brazil. We actually went to go live over there with his family for the summer. And that was my first big eye-opening, like, international travel experience where I was submerged in a completely different culture. And that's kind of what spurred this little travel bug that I have now. Um, yeah, it was it was an incredible, incredible experience. I learned a lot. I, I studied Portuguese a little bit before I went, but I was nowhere near fluent, so... It, it gave me some trying times as well as very happy mo- memories. Um, and that's kind of, you know, being over there for two months is kind of what got me excited. And, and I fell in love with the culture and, and the people and decided like, yes, I have to go out and see more. And, you know, I even at some point, I loved it so much in Brazil that um, when I came back, right before I graduated or right after I graduated college, actually, you know, I got my first job and everything, but then I was trying to find any way I could to get a visa and try to figure out a way to go live and work over there because I really just loved it so much. And I felt like I was just a part of them. Like they were so warm and welcoming to me. And I loved that part. It kind of made me, it felt a little piece, like a little piece of home, but also completely foreign. So yeah, to sum it up, that's kind of what, um, that that's what got me into travel, was my trip to Brazil. 
Wow. That's amazing. Okay, Brazil is definitely a country I would love to visit. It seems like such a fun place. Um, do you think you would have gone to Brazil at all if it wasn't for your significant other at that time? I don't think I would have. And so, you know, even though we're not together anymore and, you know, things went down in not such a nice way, um, I'm always super grateful and appreciative that he gave me that. Um, because if I didn't have that experience, like I said, I was from a small town in Texas, like my biggest dreams around that time before I met him were going to New York or going to Miami. And that's kind of what I had always wanted to do, but I had never, I don't think I even knew where Brazil was, you know, (laughs) it was like, you've heard of it, but you don't know exactly where it's at or what it looks like or anything about it. And yeah, it was just, it was crazy how I kind of got system. (laughs) me too yes (laughs) absolutely um yeah it's I don't I don't think I would have probably ever went there if it weren't for him so I'm super grateful for that experience in so many ways wow well I'm so glad that you got your international experience through that way because I think so many of us in America we, like I mentioned, we just don't have that frame of reference to even want to travel to those countries because it's like, why would I go to Brazil if I can go to like New York or like California or Florida for vacation? I feel like we have that mindset or we tend to, many of us in the United States. I think, yeah, and especially in Texas, I don't know if this is a general U.S. thing or if it's more of a Texas thing, but because we're so close to Mexico, Mexico is like a huge thing in Texas. Everybody goes to Mexico. And that's, I, I want to say that's like majority of, of people, they just like go to Mexico and that's kind of their international experience. And right. I try to tell people like, no, there's so much more out there. I mean, you know, people are more familiar now because we have the internet and this is, you know, this is 10 plus years ago. So we didn't have as much to reference online and stuff as we do now. So people are more aware, but I think other than like Western Europe and Mexico, people really didn't have that drive as much to go out and see things. Yes, I completely agree. And it's like when we, a lot of us, like you were just saying, when we do travel, it's to Mexico, but it's like typically a resort. It's not even like you're experiencing the local Mexican culture. You're just in, you're still in America, but you're just in a different country. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many, you know, tourists there that go to those places too, that you can really get by without being immersed in the culture if you choose not to. And that's something I'm super passionate about. I think that that should be one of your priorities, or at least it's one of my priorities when I travel. I understand if you want to go for leisure and just relax, but I think you should always have that element of wanting to learn something more about the culture and the people and their way of living because at the end of the day it just I have a saying it's like the more you see the better person you'll be yes I love that and I think that that's one of the defining characteristics of what it means to be a traveler is to get out of your comfort zone and to actually engage with the authentic culture that you're in. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about traveling is learning about different ways of living. Um, But at the same time, it can be uncomfortable to be 
um, a traveler rather than a tourist because, you know, a tourist seeks out the highlight reels of a destination and they don't get that opportunity to see maybe the less romantic sides. So how do you personally deal with discomfort when traveling and what are some ways you try to be a traveler rather than a tourist? That's a hard question. You know, that's something I'm still trying to balance because unlike a lot of other people who are in the travel, you know, industry kind of trying to get in the podcast or the influencer or, you know, this whole world that we're in, if you want to compare me to other people, I haven't been that many places yet. Um, They're all on my list, of course, (laughs) but I it's something that I try to balance because I am going to a lot of these places for the first time. And so I do want to see some of the highlights. Like, for example, I took a solo trip to Europe in 2015, I believe. Um, I was in Italy for about two weeks. And then actually one of my best friends is European. So I went to go visit her in Brussels. I did a day trip by myself to Amsterdam. And then she took me to Paris and we did Paris together for a few days. Um, So a lot of that, a lot of that solo trip, I was, I was alone. I was staying in hostels and meeting people, but I was kind of just doing my own thing. However, it was my first time being in Italy or Europe at all. So I wanted to go see the Colosseum. I wanted to go see, you know, uh, St. Peter's Basilica and the Vatican. So I did a lot of those touristy things um, that are highlighted all over the place. But at the same time, on my downtime or in between things that I wanted to do like that, I was just roaming the streets and popping in random shops and going to get a bite at like some corner store. You know, I wasn't I wasn't living the lavish life everywhere that I was going on vacation. <laughs> so I think that's kind of how I try to balance it for now, at least is, you know, especially my first time somewhere, I will. I will try to go and see things that I want to see, but I also do want to meet locals, ask them where they like to go eat or what they like to do on the weekend and do some of those things too. Yes. No, I definitely want to point out that I'm not bashing being a tourist, like especially when you visit a place for the first time, you want to do um, the things that the destination is known for. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but it's that... And then initial step afterwards to take it further and to really try your best to get out of your comfort zone and, you know, see maybe things that um, the people aren't seeing who are just visiting the touristy destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, and to really um, have that intention, I guess, to um, immerse yourself further. So yeah. can you remember a time when um, you pushed out of your comfort zone and maybe experienced some cultural shocks or things that you weren't expecting? Well, I think definitely going back to the Brazil trip, that was a huge culture shock because I had never been outside my culture before that. Um, You know, we're kind of a melting pot here in the U.S., so you do see other cultures here and there, but that was, you know, that was me being submersed in their culture, and I didn't speak the language. And 
we weren't just going, you know, we were there to live for a few months. Yes, we did go and travel a little bit and see more of the country than just the hometown. But we were doing everyday life things. Like we were going to doctor's appointments. We were going to the grocery store. We were going to the gym a few times a week. So I was having, I was pushing myself to try to have conversations when I didn't fluently speak the language. Um, I knew words and it was difficult for me to put together sentences more than how are you, like the basic introduction conversation that you would have with anybody past that. I didn't know the language. I couldn't fluently have a conversation with someone. So I was put in those types of situations in Brazil pretty much every day. Um, my boyfriend at the time's mother didn't really speak English either. So it was constantly around me. Um, it was very uncomfortable at times. I did have a breakdown, but at the end of the day, I'm so thankful because all of those hard moments really made me grow as a person and understand myself better and how I deal with hard times or difficult situations. Yeah, I think that's the most admirable thing is even if you are maybe a little bit scared or very much out of your element, the, just the initial effort and that attempt to try to speak the language, try to engage with um, the local community or culture, I think that's what makes all the difference. Like, no one's asking you to be fluent in a, def in a different language, but it's like just the effort is what counts. And so, exactly. yeah, I think that's really important what you did. Would you have any advice to someone who's maybe uncomfortable or a bit nervous about traveling to somewhere where the culture is very different from what they're used to? What I could think of that I would advice I would give myself because I do have, you know, I want to go to other other countries and continents that I've never been to before in the future. And I have to remind myself of this and kind of reference back to that feeling that I got for my first trip. And I would tell myself and anybody else out there that feels a little bit uncomfortable about the situation is just try to immerse yourself as much as possible because it's, it's going to grow you as a person. It's going to make you a better person. It might be uncomfortable for a minute, but you're going to adjust and people open up to you if you just try. Um, like you mentioned, you don't have to be fluent, um, but if you try, then they'll be a lot more open to welcoming you in and helping you out. And even if, you know, they speak English or something, they'll, they'll open up and talk to you in English if that's better or easier. So just, I would say it might hurt for a second. It might be uncomfortable for a second, but just push yourself to to get out there and do something that feels uncomfortable because you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of growth from it yeah 100% the uncomfortable situations is where you grow the most and in my experience I've had depending on where you are it could be different um how locals treat you and how they how much they appreciate your efforts to speak the language like it was very different trying to speak French in France rather than like Spanish <laughs> like absolutely one place was a lot more receptive than the other right I've had that experience too so I completely agree with that 
yeah but i think overall like the theme is just you know to be a good human and to try your best to um be respectful and be polite and realize that you are visiting somebody else's home um and you're entering in someone else's way of living so just put yourself in their shoes and just try to be as empathetic as possible yes absolutely empathetic respect uh, respect them and their culture and their ways yeah a hundred percent one thing about brazil that i'm dying to know is did you go to carnival because that is something on my bucket list <laughs> that is on my bucket list too i did <laughs> not go and i was i was so sad that i wasn't able to experience that you know actually my birthday is in february and i think carnival like kind of starts around that time some years so yeah. I'm trying to plan it when it falls around my birthday as like a birthday gift I think that would be so cool oh my gosh that would be so much fun yeah I I think so too that's something I really missed out on but I did go to Rio um and Rio is incredible I mean I, I think we've kind of all gathered here that I kind of got obsessed with the country I was trying to move there afterwards so um everything I experienced was just amazing and you know like Copacabana and the typical like things that you see and you would only see in you know like destination guides and stuff like that um yeah. I was able to do some of that and I didn't even know where I was going because I didn't plan anything so I got to experience all these really cool places and I had no idea where I was until I left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always the best part is like, you're so in the moment, you're not thinking about, oh, what do I have to do next? Or I have to go to this place. You're just like kind of along with the ride. And I think that's one of the most beautiful ways you can travel. Absolutely. Because I had no, I had no, um, I wasn't expecting anything out of anyone or anything that I was going to experience so my heart was just open to whatever came and I think that's something really beautiful if you can travel that way it's it's such a beautiful thing and I think that's also going back to what I said about how I try to travel and implement getting some like local cultural experiences or or just you know hanging out with local people because if you just, if you fill your itinerary with just stuff to do all day, you won't have time to really have those experiences. Yes, totally. I always recommend just budgeting one extra day of your travel itinerary to do nothing and just wander the streets. Um, just see where the day takes you. That's a perfect, um, that's a perfect recommendation. I would 100% agree with that. If you could do more, that's great. If you can only do one day, that's enough to just wander. Absolutely. Yes. So I would love to talk about your travel podcast next, Pieces of Travel. So I was just saying, I love how it's kind of like a travel audiobook almost. It's super immersive in the way that you frame the episodes in the point of view of the listeners rather than, you know, saying, I did this from your perspective. Um, so it feels like we're actually <laughs> oh there's your dog <laughs> oh yeah sorry everyone my dog's gonna bark for a minute perks of recording from home <laughs> yes <laughs> um, but yeah I love how your podcasts are so immersive I highly recommend everyone to check out Marisha's podcast um, so 
kind of want to just dive in. Why did you decide to start your podcast? Why did I decide to start my podcast, you asked? Yes. So I, I have grown up trying to figure out what my thing is. And that's kind of been one of my focus points of my life. Like, what is my thing? What am I really good at? What am I passionate about? And I've tried to always integrate that into my work. And it came a point, you know, during COVID and the pandemic hitting, and I had time to really like reflect and sit down and think about it and had some conversations, you know, with my husband as well. And it, it came to the point to where I understood that I may not get all the things out of where I'm working. Um, so I want to try to create something and hopefully maybe it turns into something bigger. If not, then I'm still super passionate about it and I'll continue doing it forever. But I wanted to create something that gives me all these things that I was missing out of my job. So that was kind of the initial, um, idea of where it came from. And then we just started, I started thinking about bits and pieces of what I wanted out of it, what I wanted to do, my hobbies, things I love doing, um, which includes, you know, I love writing. I love photography. I may not be a professional, but I just, I love all of these creative things. I've always been a super creative person. So I knew it had to implement creative aspects into it. And then I've always liked the idea of a podcast, so I, you know, I kind of teetered with the thought of a podcast for a little while, uh, and then it kind of just like I was driving to work one day, and it kind of just hit me, and and everything kind of came together in my brain, and it was like, oh my gosh, this makes complete sense. I'm I am gonna start a podcast, and it's gonna deal with two things that I really really love, and I want to share with other people, and that one is travel, obviously. Um, and the second is music and, um, music is kind of like a second piece of my podcast that hasn't a hundred percent been implemented into it yet because I'm still currently learning how to like songwrite and I'm taking a course on that. Um, so once that, once that part is complete, I'll start integrating mu- more music uh, focuses into it too. But for now, it's just, you know, story writing and wanting to bring experiences to people who may not always be able to go um, traveling or take a vacation somewhere or who can't afford it or just can't find the time to do it. Like, I want to be that place that is your little escape and 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 give you try to bring that experience that I had and bring it into your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I might've gotten a little off of, off of the subject there, but that's kind of like where the idea came from and what the goal is with the podcast and, and just bring everybody some joy in their life. No. Yeah. I, I love everything you said about your purpose and intentions of this podcast. I didn't think you got, you went off track. Um, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I love the idea of making travel more accessible because maybe um, someone wants to go somewhere, but at at this moment in their lives, it's not possible. So I love how you're bringing your experiences and trying to 
make a positive difference in others' lives um, to the people who aren't able to travel right now. Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of you know, the people that I hope find this podcast um, is those especially who maybe won't, can't, you know, aren't able to afford it. Um, just to try to bring those experiences into their lives and hopefully they learn something out of it. Yeah, and I think it's also maybe a good entry point for people who don't have any or don't have much travel experience and they kind of um, can learn things from your own experiences and can take bits and pieces about how they want to craft their own itineraries when they travel or like what they do and don't like. And it's definitely one avenue to dip your feet into the travel waters. (laughs) Awesome. That's great feedback to hear. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm also curious, is it difficult to stay in the present moment while trying to also, you know, have content for your podcast? That's a hard question to answer. Um, You know, it is and it isn't because especially, you know, I only have eight episodes, so I have a handful of episodes now. but of course, I always want to be creating more. Sometimes I have to go back and reference um, trips that I've done in the past. And it does kind of, you know, have me feeling like I am living in the past a little bit and getting the joys back from looking at my photos and my little diary journal entries that I made while I was traveling. And um, it kind of makes me feel like I am living in the past a little bit, but at the same time, I'm trying to integrate it and rewrite the story in the present. So it's a little bit of both. I don't know. It's kind of a weird space. (laughs) Um, But overall, I think if you look at it in comparison to everything else that's going on in my life, I don't, I don't think it's really, I don't, I don't think it really makes me feel like it's hard to live in the present. Um, I just look forward to what's next. And maybe that's me living a little bit in the future, too. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it definitely makes sense. It's like a it's a weird travel is just weird. It distorts time in many aspects. And then it you also bring in the elements of um, trying to make content from your travels. And that adds in a whole nother layer of time distortion, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of go back and forth or switch between. I don't know thoughts and feelings and all the things (laughs) amazing so is there anything else you'd like to share about your podcast or just any topic in general that I didn't ask you about um hmm no I mean I think you know just it's it's important for me to just clarify that, like I had mentioned before about like the purpose of my podcast and who I want it to be for and what it is. Um, and I'm always going to try to, you know, be growing it in the future. Like I said, I, I want to add that musical component into it eventually and do more on the music side, maybe make my own background music or something like that, or just create my own songs and write songs about the places that I go. Um, and then I, I do want to grow my YouTube channel more, which is really exciting to me. I have a few ideas about extra content I might be putting on there eventually. So, um, I just want to provide the most for people and have them get, get anything and everything they can out of it. And 
just bring that place for everyone, like be that point for everyone to have a little, I don't know, just, I don't know, daydream for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> to spark the wanderlust a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, travel is incredible. And I, I just truly wish that everyone could experience um, an international place that that makes them a little uncomfortable at least once in their lifetime because it just it just opens up a whole new world to you and you see things in a different light and I just think it's really awesome and everyone should experience that yes I'm definitely with you on that I have these same wishes for everyone else in this world because travel is so beautiful and transformative and I want to thank you for bringing, again, that accessibility to the travel world to people and for sharing your own passions, because I think we all need people in this world pursuing their passions just a little bit more. Absolutely. If everybody can, you know, work towards their passions and work on them, it's going to be a much more beautiful world. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Um, What is next on your travel bucket list? Where are you heading to next? So actually, I'm going to be going to Vancouver, Canada for the first time in my life in May. Um, That's just going to be like a short little weekend trip. And then I'm going to be going back to Italy in like September, October and taking my husband and it'll be his first time. So I'm really, really excited to show him somewhere that I'm like completely obsessed with. Oh my gosh, amazing. Both of those destinations sound incredible. Well, yes, yes, I'm excited for you. Um, Okay, where can we find you on all the things? Where can we connect with you, Marisha? So you can find me pretty much on um, all the social platforms at Pieces of Travel Podcast. Um, YouTube, I think it's just called Pieces of Travel. And then, like we mentioned in the beginning, um, the podcast is available on any major podcast um, where you listen to your other podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify. I think I'm on Amazon and Audible now. Um, So pretty much anywhere you can find me. Amazing. I will definitely continue listening to your podcast. So far, I listened to the one on Tulum and Kauai, and both of them were very entertaining. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I wish you the best on your journey. Everyone, please check out all the things from Marisha. And yeah, thank you again for your time. Thank you so much, Lydia. I really appreciate you for bringing me on here and taking your time out to talk to me. This was super exciting for me. And yeah, I'm just really humbled. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode. If you can take 10 seconds out of your day, please spread the travel love by following this podcast and giving it a rating. Or if there's anyone else in your life that has a case of wanderlust, it would mean so much if you shared this episode with them. You can find me sharing even more travel-related content on Instagram at God of Case of Wanderlust and on my personal Instagram at Lydia Schultz, double Z. I also have a travel blog for my extra passionate travelers out there, which can be found at godofcasewanderlust.com. And all of this can be found in the show notes.